the volume. The Sports Gambling with Moneyline Monaco podcast is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. There's no better place to bet the action than on FanDuel Sportsbook during the football season. This is why I love betting on the FanDuel Sportsbook. It's America's number one sportsbook for obvious reasons. It's easy to use. It's safe and secure. Fast payouts in as quick as two hours. Are you kidding me? And do you see these same game parlay bets? Not to mention the live betting. Just a gorgeous platform all the way across the board. FanDuel is making it easy for everyone to bet this season with a bunch of promotions that they will be sharing all season long on my podcast. You can't miss it. We're talking about risk-free bets, same-game parlay bets, enhanced odds, markets, and more. That's boosted odds, baby. If you are new, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get started now. Sign up with promo code MONACO. So they know I sent you. Disclaimer, 21 plus and present in Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXT STEP to 53342 Arizona. 1-888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org forward slash chat Connecticut. 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com forward slash RG Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, Virginia. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help. Michigan, Tennessee Redline, 1-800-889-9789, Tennessee. Visit www.1800gambler.net, West Virginia. Happy Friday. Welcome to another episode of Sports Gambling with Moneyline Monaco. I'm your host, Alex Monaco. Volume Sports. Check us out. Make sure to subscribe, rate, review all my picks on Action Network. A humble and a quiet 6-1 this week. Just taking it easy. If you listen to Monday's pod, you cash like a gentleman or a lady. And we kept going, little Tuesday sweep as well in NBA. I've taken a couple of days. Your boy is fully back from COVID. I've been studying the NFL lines like a freaking mensch over here. We are one sleep away from the first ever NFL Week 18. There is so much on my mind. I have so many picks that I want to make. But I've consolidated it down. I think we got a gorgeous lock. I think the degenerate special, two and a half to one, your money's a play. And I got a season award bet I'm firing on. And I might throw a second one out there just for little devil's advocate, if you will. A little tease there. I'll tell you who I'm going with that's five and a half to one. That's actually a leader in so many categories. But I'm going to start. With my lock of the day. And I'm doing it. And I'm emotional about it. I'm wearing baby blue as we speak, people. I'm taking the LA Chargers on the money line. I'm swallowing the juice. And I'll tell you why in a second. Because it's minus three over the Las Vegas Raiders in Vegas, Sunday night, Al Michaels, Chris Collinsworth, prime time, lock of the day, 
Give me the Chargers. But what I'm really looking at here is just fact, not fiction. The Raiders are happy and grateful to be in this game. The Chargers shouldn't even have to be in this game. You look at what the Chargers have done or not done this season. A couple of cupcake L's they should not have given away. The Texans being one of them in the last couple of weeks. They are unequivocally the better team. Now, in Vegas and Oakland, six of the last seven games have been decided by three points or fewer. So that does scare me. But the money line in the Chargers does not. And you look at this Raiders team. When I tell you they're happy to be here, five of their wins this season, five of their nine, by four points or fewer. It's Tied for the most in the NFL in that category. The Packers and the Titans, ironically, the two one seeds going into this weekend, have won close games. We know good teams win, great teams cover. The Raiders are not a great team. Carlson, their kicker, has four game-winning field goals. You look at last week, Carr, two interceptions against the Colts before this season started. He's 1-17 when throwing multiple picks. Now, I'm staring at this Raiders team. They do have dog. I'll give them that. They do have grit. They've gone through a heck of a lot more adversity than any other team this season. I'll give them that as well. But we're looking at this Chargers team, and I'm staring at what this offense is. And this offense in wins on the whole Costco sample season. 33.9 points a game offensively for the LAC in wins second only behind the Bills. 35.1. Bills have the largest margin of victory in the entire NFL. They've blown out teams when they beat them, even though they're hot and cold. Then you start looking at what the actual elements are. And then you have the fact that the Chargers just hit their fourth straight win, scoring 30 points or more. So... Not only have they been cooking on offense when they win on the whole season, they are on fire when they hit and when they click offensively. Now, defensively, you could say, all right, bottom three, run D. You don't love that. But guess what? The Raiders don't run the football. They haven't run them all year. I had Josh Jacobs in two fantasy leagues. It was not a treat. It was not Ground and pound like the year prior where they did run a lot more than they did this year. This is arguably old school NFL blitz football. They go deep. They spread the rock. They throw the ball downfield. But what I'm getting at is here from a defense to defensive standpoint, the biggest weakness for the Chargers is their run D. And you can't even really capitalize off it if you're the Raiders offense. The pasty for the Chargers allows only 224 yards per game. That's not a lot. Then you look at the L.A. side of things from running the football. They've been incredible. They're averaging 134 yards on the ground in the last four games. Eckler with a career-high 117 yards. Oh, by the way, earlier this season against the Raiders. So they ran the ball well against the Raiders. Then let's talk about that game earlier this season. Now, you know my philosophy. It's tough to beat a team twice. But you have to throw that out the window when we're talking about playoff football. We're not talking about a game and then another game in a few weeks, teams dancing two times in four weeks, things of that nature where you've seen me go on one side and the other. We're not talking about an equal talented team. We're talking about a Chargers team that, again, is so much more talented. And I know this. I'm a recovering San Diego Charger fan. You know this. The Chargers are going to charge her. They're going to lose games that they shouldn't. 
But this moment, this is a step-up moment for Justin Herbert, who, oh, by the way, passed the franchise record over 35 touchdowns this past Sunday when he had a gorgeous, cheeky, brilliant three-touchdown, no-pick game, and they absolutely balled out. Now, back to that Raiders-Chargers first time they danced. 28-14, the Chargers won. I was on the Chargers in that game on the podcast. Go back and scroll back and take a peek. This Chargers team, 21-0 at halftime. Now, the Raiders are a second-half team. Chargers, sometimes they come out hot or sometimes they come out cold. They typically don't come out mild sauce. I'm looking at that game. Carr did not have a great game. Herbert had a phenomenal game. He had a three-touchdown no-pick game. And for me, if the sample size and the tape from back then when arguably the Raiders were playing better because the Raiders were off to a great start, at least offensively speaking, they were top three in yards and they were top five in points per game for the first half of the season. And then they fell back to grace a little bit. This is emotional. I don't, again, have a ton of trends for you around this. I'm just laying out the land. This team has a better offense This team has a better pass defense. I think they have better coaching because can you name me the Raiders coach at the moment? I mean, they've done an excellent job under under adversity here. There's just no way I'm putting my money on the Raiders. Now, I'm telling you money line because I mentioned the six of the last seven in Vegas or Oakland, three points or fewer. I don't love that. It could be a field goal game. I don't want to be on the right side and get a push. Also, last thing I'll say here, if, and there's been all this speculation, oh, there's going to be a tie because if the Jags beat the Colts, then both these teams can get in and they just kneel the ball. There is not going to be a tie. Staley already came out, the head coach for the Chargers, and said there's not going to be a tie. Also, the Colts are not losing to the Jaguars. All right? I'll put my future son on that. Okay? It's not going to happen. Just kidding. AJ, Alex Jr. But what I'm getting at is this. Yes, the Raiders can make the playoffs. The Raiders need a Colts loss or they're done. They need a win and a Colts loss. Or they can lose to the Chargers and they need a Colts loss and they need a Steelers loss. This is the last game of the regular season, Sunday night primetime. So I want you to fire on this if you like what I'm putting down now because I do think there's a chance, and I talked about this on the best gambling show ever, there is a chance that this could get to a hook, a three and a half. And if it's a three and a half, I don't like it. I don't want to swallow more than minus 164. If the Vegas Raiders are eliminated by kickoff, that line might move. It's always sketchy when Vegas is moving the line with the Vegas football team. I don't love it. I just think the Chargers go in. They're all business. They're used to this style of a stadium as well. It's a similar stadium in terms of turf in which they play. I think it's an easy W. And it's my lock of the day. Chargers over the Raiders. How you doing? All right. Went on on a tangent on a little bit on that because I'm a little emotional, as you can see, or a lot emotional. And now we're going to get to the degenerate special. And it pays plus 259 on FanDuel. And I'm putting the Chargers money line in it. And I'm adding two other teams. I'm taking the Chiefs and I'm taking the Dolphins with the points. Now, I want to take the Chiefs minus 10 and a half. I really do. There's a little bit of me, though, that feels 
trepidation. If you're asking me what side I'm on, I'm on the Chiefs minus 10.5, but I want this parlay to hit for you, so I'm going to say Chiefs money line. They're 7-0 against the spread in their last seven in Denver. They're 10-2 in their last 12 meetings against Denver. They've won 12 games against Denver in a row, in a row. And the road team in this rivalry is 12-4 and against the spread in their last 16, and that is the Kansas City Chiefs going in. Mahomes has never lost to the Denver Broncos. He's 8-0. The Broncos have dropped four of their last five. You don't love that. And take out last week's loss, which I think helps us here because you're going to get a very motivated Chiefs team instead of a let's just play not to lose type one seed Chiefs. Prior to the 34L to the Bengals, seven of their eight games, they allowed 17 points or less on that eight-game win streak. So outside of the Chargers putting up points against them on that Thursday night, they've played excellent defense. I'm looking at what Drew Locke did last week. I'm simply not impressed. Drew Locke is a gunslinger with not a lot of experience. And I'm looking at a Spagnola scheme here going against an inexperienced quarterback, and I'm loving every minute of it, Jerry. I think this is an easy place in our parlay. You maybe want to stare at an alternate spread. I think maybe six and a half could be a little play. Ten and a half's big. I do lean it. I would take it. I feel more comfortable because I want a W. For a Chiefs money line, it's an absolute easy, easy peasy lemon squeezy place. Now here becomes the largest part of this parlay. I'm nervous, but I think it's a sharp play. I'm putting the Dolphins plus six and a half in this parlay. They're two straight W's against the Patriots. I love. They're 4-1 and one against the spread versus the Pats at home off a loss over their last five games. I love. I also love, because it is a recency bias, pros versus Joes type sitch. Patriots put up a 50-burger. Worst loss of the season outside of the Bills game for the Dolphins. They get creamed against the Titans. I was on the under. They come home. If you remember back in your memory bank what Tom Brady has done, or not done, I should say, in December, and we're in January, of course, against the Dolphins. He has not fared well. It's a weird trap game. There is something about South Beach. I don't know if this is when Belichick takes out the boat and he breaks out a stogie and he mails it in and it's a coaching thing, but the Patriots in recent memory, when they go down to Miami, they do not fare well. Here's another thought. The Finns are... 5-0 at home in their last five after an 0-3 start. We're getting six and a half points here. Let me tell you what happened last time they danced. It was a 17-16 game. Mac Jones, he threw the ball pretty well. I mean, 281 yards, 29 for 39. But then Damian Harris gives you 100 yards on 23 attempts. And outside of a second quarter where they put up 10 points, they only score 16 points against this Dolphins team. Two, a little over 200 yards, 16 for 27 and a tug. I remember that game being bend but not break Dolphins D. You look at what the Dolphins have done defensively on their seven-game win streak. 
very impressive. I mean, they held that New Orleans team to three points. Outside of the Jets scoring on them, Carolina only put up 10. The Giants put up nine. Baltimore put up 10. Houston put up nine. It's an interesting Jekyll and Hyde team. They're the only team in franchise history with seven straight wins and seven straight losses. I just have to go with something in me that says the Dolphins will cover this number. And I also feel the fact that Brian Flores is from the Belichick coaching tree. There's an element there that I think is appetizing. Very similar stylistically with this Dolphins D. They run the ball. They play conservative offense. With a quarterback that's limited, they play excellent defense when they're clicking. Rundy's typically sound. It's a lot of Belichickian traits there. So these teams mirror each other in a lot of ways. I do think the Patriots should get the W. I'm taking the number here at plus six and a half, and I'm hopefully taking it to the laces out Dan Bank. Chiefs money line, Chargers money line, Finns plus six and a half, plus 259. We're DJing out to wrap up the season. Let's hope we get a W. The College Football Championship is here to celebrate. FanDuel Sportsbook is hooking new customers up with 30 to 1 enhanced odds on either team to win. That means you can bet $5 to win 150 bucks on either team to win it all. I'm going with what I already know has been proven in years past. It's Nick Saban and national championships. You're giving me three points? Forget about it. Have you seen what this man has done as an underdog? Oh my goodness gracious. Good luck going with the Bulldogs. I'll take the Crimson Tide and my boy Bryce Young to the bank. Just sign up for FanDuel Sportsbook using promo code MONACO and make a deposit to claim your 30-1 to 1 enhanced odds. There's no better place to bet the college football championship than on America's number one sportsbook. It's a simple and easy-to-use app with great new offers every day. It's safe and secure with best-in-class customer service. And when you win, FanDuel will pay you in as little as two hours. Already have a FanDuel Sportsbook? FanDuel is hooking all customers up with $50 when you refer a friend. Plus, your friend will get $50 too. Don't miss your chance to win $150 off a $5 bet on the College Football Championship. Download the FanDuel Sportsbook app or head to sportsbook.fanduel.com and sign up using promo code MONACO to get 30 to 1 odds on either team to win. Disclaimer, 21 plus and present in Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia. New users only. $10 first deposit required. Must wager in designated offer market. Max bonus, $150. Bonus for Tennessee users is fulfilled in site credit within 72 hours and expires 14 days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See full terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXT STEP to 53342 Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org forward slash chat Connecticut, 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com forward slash RG Colorado, Iowa, Indiana, Illinois, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Virginia, 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help. Michigan, Tennessee Redline, 1-800-889-9789, Tennessee. Visit www.1800gambler.net, West Virginia. And I wrap it up. And I echo the sentiments of my boy Jack on the Wednesday pod. I encourage you to check it out. Dude's got a huge following. He's killing the game. And he loves to bet. 
And I'm looking now, and the line's moved even more. Joe Burrow is now plus 135 to win comeback player of the year. Dak's down to minus 175 on your local FanDuel shop. Joe Burrow, let's just think about this. In the last two weeks, eight touchdowns, 446 yards, 525 yards against the Ravens, no interceptions in a month of football. He's sixth in the league with 34 touchdowns. He's second in overall quarterback rating, only behind Aaron Rodgers. He's higher in those categories, all of them you would be looking at, than Dak Prescott. I'm curious as to who's voting on this award. And I wasn't joking when I was saying it's a very Larry David scenario where it's an ankle versus an ACL. But what Joe Burrow has done, who thought that the Bengals would win the AFC North? Not I. Who thought the Cowboys would win the NFC East? Everyone and their mothers. For me, I think Burrow, it's not how you start, it's how you finish. Dak had a cupcake schedule to start the season. He did well. He's done excellent. But there's been more games than not where Dak has been mediocre. And it's been the Dallas defense, if you will, that has balled out. And this is a very well-balanced roster. The Jones have done phenomenal. This team is stacked with weapons on offense. Now, I'm not saying you got Higgins, you got Boyd, you got Chase, you got Mixon, that the Bengals don't have support with Joey Burrow, but the Cowboys have the much better offensive line. That is without question, not even close. So Joe Burrow has better stats. He has a stronger finish, and he's plus money in this virtual coin flip. I got to put my money on Joey Burrow here as a comeback player of the year. And I'm tailing my boy, Jack. I'm doing it officially. I'm letting you know now. I'm firing on it. And now New York sports betting is legal on FanDuel, where I live. Let's go. I'm firing on it as we speak. And I'm going to do this. And I may regret it. But I'm seeing right now on FanDuel, Tom Brady is plus 550 to win the NFL MVP. Aaron Rodgers is minus 400. You've seen what's happened with these sports writers and the pushback that's been caused on the Aaron Rodgers MVP or not situation. For me, if I'm getting Tom Brady, the only man with 40 touchdowns on the season, I have more yards than Aaron Rodgers. I have the number one offense in the NFL in points per game. I have zero politics, all business. I also have on my side the oldest, and he would be breaking his own record, NFL quarterback of all time. I also have five and a half to one my odds. You already know I'm on Brady. I'm catching the L times too. If this doesn't go, I think this is worth putting breakfast money on. I think there is politics in this. I listened to Ross Tucker on Dan Patrick. He said that sports writer that said he won't vote for Aaron, that happens Every year in every category, Hall of Fame, seasonal awards, you name it, it happens. He just said it out loud. So if you don't think there's bias out there, clean cut Brady versus what the media seems to be making up Rodgers, which is a little bit of a bandit here, and I'm a big Rodgers fan. I have a huge, huge necessary reason here to take Tom Brady, and I'm taking I'm taking plus 550. And if we hit that, I'm going to be jumping for joy, Jerry. We're all eating out. So that about does it. To wrap up the season, I'm going down with the TB Bucks ship. 
I'm taking Joey Burrow over Dak Prescott. I got a little Chiefs. I got a little Chargers. I got a little Fins up plus six and a half. Jim Carrey, Ace Ventura. And I'm taking the Chargers over the Raiders and I feel gorgeous about it. Let's finish strong. It's been a heck of a season. If you've been telling me all season, you're absolutely in the green on the NFL. Do not forget to subscribe, rate, and review. Appreciate you. A few of you have done lately means a lot. Shout out to Brums on the ones and twos. Don't forget to check me out on all things social. Alex Monaco, Moneyline Monaco, Twitter, TikTok, Insta. Happy birthday to the goat Colin Cowherd yesterday. The man that Johnny Stockton me to the best team I've ever been a part of. It's an honor and pleasure to be here. Let's go. Let's end strong, baby. I'll see you guys for a playoff Monday. Let's go. And as always, don't forget to hug your mothers. Ta-ta real smooth. The volume.